It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Slip in, set yourself free. Come on and take a ride with me. You know what you need to know and what's it all about. Everything you need, it's on the clip out. Welcome to the Clip Out Podcast. This is uh, Crystal O'Keefe. And hey, I forgot to say the episode. You did. It's episode 323. This well, is Crystal O'Keefe. You just jumped right in. Normally you have a message to the editors and I was like, I haven't even hit the button yet. This Aww. is Tom O'Keefe. So Should we redo it? Nah. Okay. So you have a migraine. <laughs> I do have a migraine. driving this and, train. And let me, let me be clear that it's not like super painful. I get the aura and sometimes there's pain afterwards and sometimes there isn't. And I took my migraine medicine right away. Fiora set, if you're wondering. <laughs> and But the downside of when I get a migraine is I cannot think of words. So that combined with the struggle to think of words already since my accident, <laughs> I don't know how this is going to go, but okay. we're going to do our best. Okay. Tom's going to fill in when he oh, can think dear. of words. No. Well, hopefully you can read my mind. It's like Mad Lib. Yeah, because I'll like be like, you know, the thing with the thing. And you're supposed to figure that out. Like you'll have a sentence that where you forget a word. Like you'll be like. A thing. It's a thing. You say like Peloton is doing whatever. Yeah. And I will say fart. Oh. That's <sighs> that's how I do Mad Libs. Why does that remind me of the movie we watched last night? <laughs> we saw the movie Strays last night. And uh, it was funny. It's very raunchy. It is it's very, very raunchy. lowbrow. But it was also very funny. It was. Yeah. There were some, there were some really, really funny scenes. There were also some scenes... That- they were really upsetting. They were horrified. Horrified. <laughs> but, uh, so horrified. People that are unfamiliar, it's it stars uh, the voices of Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell, Will Forte, Jamie Foxx, uh, Isla Fisher. Yeah. Uh, Randall Park. And they're they're the voices of dogs. And the, the dog has an owner that's really abusive. And he dumps the dog to get rid of it. And the dog's trying to get back home. And uh, it's it's. <laughs> It's funny. It is. I'm sorry. It's funny. Yeah. I feel like I need to apologize because it is so lowbrow. Well, because it's like it's so lowbrow <laughs> and it's so raunchy in spots that some people, if they're like, oh, this sounds like fun. Especially like if you see it's a it's a movie about talking animals. Like for it is, God's sakes, do not shake your children. It is not for kids. It is an R-rated <laughs> movie. It is a hard R. Like yeah, in terms of just dirty jokes and so and it's, you gotta yeah. go in knowing it's gonna be raunchy like just know that and accept it and yeah. if you can't it's not for you it's like going on a date with me it's exactly what it's like <laughs> <laughs> that's probably why i thought it was yeah. so funny yeah it works to my my benefit so uh what pray tell do you have in store for people this week Ooh, we got some all for one updates some peloton on tour updates uh there's also fart <laughs> There's fart updates. We also need to let you know that, sadly, Dr. Jen will not be on. And I I don't know when she will return. I do not want to give any personal information because that's her personal information. But I'll just say it's it's a really tough time right now. And uh, so she just can't really. This is just not. uh, It's hard to have the bandwidth at the moment. And so hopefully she will be back soon. Yes. 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 We're just giving her whatever time she needs. 
And we have a bunch of instructor news that we're going to chat about. And then uh, let's see. We also have, we got to touch on our TCO top five. Yeah. There's some fun competitor news to chat about. And of okay. course, we'll hit birthdays. And who's our interview this week? Our interview this week. Uh, to Antoinette. Thank I can't you. say art here. No. She was a lovely woman. Oh, my God. I loved Antoinette. <laughs> Antoinette Alvarado. And uh, she is a reverend and like the sweetest, funniest lady. Like I could have talked to her for hours and we talked to her longer than we normally do for an interview. So, you know, cozy up, get a chair. Yeah. But it's a great interview. She's so engaging. You guys are going to love it and, and learn a lot. So many things. I always learn from so much from our interviewees. So, yeah, that's going to be great. Awesome. Well, before we get to all that shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcast. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Fart, Fart, <laughs> and and of course, I Fart. <laughs> this is where we're headed this week. Oh, goodness. Thank you for tuning in. I just feel bad. I figure somewhere out there, there's someone who this is the first week they're listening. Oh, no. Just like, what? Okay. This yeah. Is, this mm. is the show? Farty McFartison? I don't feel like if you're listening and this is your first time <laughs> listening to an episode, you should you should hit the pause button and uh, go listen to something else. <laughs> Last week's was really great. We were on it. I, I feel like this is a pretty good representation of who I am. Yeah, but so. without so many farts. <laughs> <laughs> so also you can find us on Facebook at uh, fartbook.com slash the clip out while you're there. Like the page part on the group uh you can just roll down the window yes <laughs> light a match uh you can also uh find us on youtube youtube.com slash the clip out don't forget we have a patreon patreon.com slash the clip out where you can get bonus content uh we've had so much information lately that we kind of try to narrow it down to the best stuff and then some of the other stuff that we didn't have time for to get into the main episode that lives over on the patreon as a bonus episode also if an episode is ready early you get it early and of course they're entirely ad free so uh and then finally don't forget the newsletter at theclipout.com where you can get all the links and things like that sent to you so there's all that let's uh let's dig in shall we we shall fart <laughs> peloton in the news the all-for-one class schedule has been released. Partially. Partially okay. released. We have some classes. So here's what we, we do know. Okay. Uh, okay, so Chase Sapphire Reserve card holders uh, got a little notification this week, and uh, they were able to book some specific classes for AFO, all-for-one. September 8th is going to be an Olivia class, and I believe, now you might have to... You might scroll down, but I think I got this. Skrillex is going to be the featured artist for her class. Okay. Uh, and then Dennis Morton is going to be on September 9th. There's going to be a bike class. Olivia's was a tread, by the way. Then let's see here. Dennis is going to be featuring, do you say it, Hol Hozier? Hozier? H-O-Z-I-E-R? Holzer? How do you I, say that? I'm not sure. Okay, well, that's the band that's okay. going to be featured. And then uh, there's going to be a live row class on September 9th with Katie, Katie Wang, but also featuring music by Katy Perry. Uh, and then that's going to be a 30-minute row class, and there's going to be a photo op. Now, I th this is the one I wanted to focus on for just a second. Could this mean this is going to be the first rowing class with people in it? Oh. 
right? Perhaps. Perhaps if indeed. That makes sense. Because people are buying the package. So right. this might be the first one. So that is so exciting. Yeah. And then um, you could also get a meet and greet with Cody. Uh, and then let's see, we get uh, the VIP experience. We got to talk about that. Okay. So this is going to be a behind the scenes tour of the Peloton Bike Studio. Priority seating for the Hip Hop 50 Artist Panel. And that panel features Fat Joe and Money Love and a DJ after party with renowned DJs, <laughs> DJ Michael, DJ John Michael, and Scribble. Wow. Right. That's a lot for your Chase Sapphire money. Ooh, yeah. And they went fast. Now, oh, the bet. VIP package was still open yesterday afternoon when these dropped, but everything else was already sold out. So uh, they went super fast. Now. Is this your only opportunity to get a class? No. I did verify with the Peloton spokesperson that they would never do that. They would never only give it to Chase Reward members. Thank you, Peloton. Yes, that's uh, good. Like, I get you're going to have these perks, and this is the world that we live in, and I guess I have a little bit more sympathy for it because I live in the world of ticketing. Yeah. And I do stuff like this all the time. Yeah, you do. But uh, but that's just, that's the way the world works. Now. It is, it is. And, um, but the good news is that these classes are gonna be available to the general public. Now, when? I don't know. I, I Today we're recording on a Wednesday. Uh, what is the date today? The 16th? Today is the 16th. Okay. So my guess is that there is a strong possibility that these classes are gonna drop tomorrow on the 17th at noon Eastern. And of course, it will have already happened if that is true. Right. If I am right by the time you hear this episode. If I am not correct, then uh, I don't know. Maybe next week then. Okay. So they usually would have would have already been posted, but I think they had to wait to do this little thing with Chase yeah, before get they could do that. A head start. Exactly. They're very important because they have a Chase Sapphire card. Sapphire Reserve. Oh, sorry, Sapphire very Reserve. Snooty. I didn't want to very snooty. get them mixed up with the low lives that have a Chase Sapphire car. These are the people who have a Chase Sapphire Reserve. There card. you go. I don't there you like go. The, those people with the Chase Sapphire general admission cards. Oh, the worst. They can just go fart themselves. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so many people were so excited about this yesterday, but. I think this is one of those cards you have to have like a big fee up front because you pay for all the perks up yeah. front. It's one of those cards. For I mean, sure. We have some of those cards, but not not this card. No. Although, we use ours to get into the fancy American airline lounge. Yeah. Although I am I am taking a, a hard look, a little look see at it. <laughs> like maybe it's worth it. But then again, it's not like I can just like right. hop over to the studio anytime I want. Yeah. So like for people in the tri state area, this is a hard, real solid maybe. But for people who live in the Midwest or further, I don't know. Yeah, that'd be, be real close. It's a big expense to get there for people like us. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Peloton on tour Atlanta has added an event. It has. Uh, so the big fun is dropping this weekend and they added a stop for uh, a club husky party at the Alpharetta at the. Why did we call that storeroom? <laughs> <laughs> All one word. I think it was supposed to be showroom, and then we meant to change it to store. <laughs> I blame your migraine. I that's that was probably a couple of days ago. Oh farts! Yeah, but at any rate, um, the Alpharetta showroom slash store, uh, Saturday, August nineteenth, from twelve to two p.m., and you can bring a non-member friend and receive a special something giveaway. 
<laughs> now, this is cool, though, because there's no ticket required for this event. So I will be curious to hear how many people go. Uh, so far, everyone that I have talked to who's planning on going is definitely planning on going to this. I think this is going to be one of those line out the door kind of situations. The storeroom will be packed <laughs> as Hotlanta becomes Hosklanta. <laughs> I love it. He'll pray. I bet he'll be dancing, too. Peloton inked a partnership this week with YMCA of Chicago. So tell me about that. Uh, they inked a deal with YMCA of Chicago. Oh, cool. So uh, we already knew earlier in the week that there were two instructors that were going to be part of this, which is gone out of my brain. But uh, then we updated it to add that Ash Pryor was going to be there on August 19th. Uh, for an adult day camp. But I believe, Tom, that there were also going to be some other things with some other instructors. So I don't know if that's true or that was just a bad memory of mine. I guess this is kicking off the partnership. Uh, so no, it does not say that. So I think it's just there was the partnership was the original the original article. And then we updated it because Ash is going to be there. There's so many instructor events happening right now. Yeah, I think this is smart. They're sending them out to different parts of the country to do different things. I think I think that's a great way to utilize them because you got to figure also whenever at this point a Peloton instructor is coming into one of these markets, it's probably generating local news stories that go along with it. So they're getting lots of free press locally about, oh, a Peloton instructor has come to town for what have you. Yeah, no, I think that's totally true. And uh, I I wish that we could just pop over there, but I don't think we can manage that this weekend. No, our Chase Sapphire card is already maxed out. Well, this is this is not a Chase Sapphire thing. I know, it's but we a... would have to put it on our Chase. <laughs> yeah, I know. We got yes. lots of trips coming up. Use promo code TCO <laughs> when you sign up. But don't, because that's not real. It's not real. No. <laughs> this week over at theclipout.com, the newly redesigned clipout.com that you should go check out if you haven't yet. Obviously, lots of people are getting their seat posts, and if you're like me, you open up a package like that, and you're like, what the hell am I supposed to do with this? Facts. So if you've got a seat post and then said to yourself, now what? We have a tutorial for people over at theclipout.com. Yeah, Lindsay Kelly did this, and uh, I absolutely love it because she puts a tutorial together in crystal speak. <laughs> and that means every freaking step laid out with a picture, including the step that she got a little hung up on. Uh, and so she started at the beginning. She went through everything. Uh, she went through the fact that there was like this little end cap that you had to pull out. And in fact, they didn't include in the instructions how to remove the seat. So she even talks you through that. That's a good if point. You don't know how. And then whenever she got to had she got to the part where she had to put the end cap back in, mm -hmm. she got a little stuck. And so she explained that as well. Uh, this was a beautifully done tutorial. And I am so happy that uh, Lindsay has joined our writing team. And we have yet another amazing person to add this fantastic content. So thank you, Lindsay. Also, speaking of uh, additional content on the website, People are always talking about class purges. Sometimes they won't shut up about class purges. Oh, my God. The it's post like, this week on the OPP. It's just the way of life. Like, I, I mean, I don't, you know, it's well, like. Some well, uh, some people keep stirring the pot. There's that. Hey, remember when you would go to Blockbuster and they'd have a million copies of of 
Days of Thunder. And then after that movie had been out for a year, they only had like one copy of Days of Thunder. And then after like three years, maybe they didn't have any copies of Days of Thunder anymore. Yeah. That's what's happening. Except you didn't run around telling everyone, stop the purging of Days of Thunder. <laughs> yeah. Like, you just moved on. For the for the millionth time, I, I'm, I'm going to say this again, but I don't feel like anyone is... is I feel like the wrong people are hearing this. Yes. It's not that no one is listening because I know you guys do, but I feel like the wrong people are hearing this. They they cannot keep all of this content yeah. forever. Well, in some cases, they probably legally can't because they have music licensing steel that ebb and flow. But even if they could, they're not going to keep it forever because they keep changing their technology. Right. There's new audio there's new video there's new set design there's all of this new stuff coming in why would they keep super old classes it doesn't make any sense i turned on nbc last week and they did not have one episode of get smart <laughs> and they purged get smart this is we stop the purge we need to stop the purge of get smart <laughs> and i will also say that they can't that the, the i i wish people could understand how much data Peloton is already using yeah. the classes they have, and then you want them to keep everything since 2016, and you're mad about it every time they don't. This is not new. This is exactly what they've always done. Yeah. The only thing different is they're telling you, and there is a there is a there, there is people telling you exactly what classes they are, and that is what is getting you riled up. That. Yeah. Nothing else. <laughs> so, Only that. So. Anyway, uh, about anyway, this. Anyway, <laughs> life is ephemeral. I once won a radio contest and they said my name on the air. I have no way to go listen to that. That's it how life purged. works. Yes, it was purged. That's ridiculous. KHTR purged the cataloging of the time I won tickets to see Eddie and the Cruisers. Bullshit. And I am outraged. <laughs> but if you would like a history of, of uh, Peloton's music licensing journey and it is an interesting one there's been lots of ebbs and flows there was a major lawsuit which everybody freaked out about when we said it'll just be a way to resolve it to figure out the financing and it that's exactly what it was but uh but anyway uh helper b chris wrote this article it's over at the clipbot.com and you can just take a stroll down memory lane so you can get yourself uh up to speed that way when you're standing around the water cooler and someone says, but what about the music? You can answer their question. Yeah. Going from the Great Purge of 2019 all the way up to having the largest fees above anybody else, including the TikTok. Yes. is pretty amazing. Absolutely. It's quite the journey. And when people wonder why a Peloton subscription costs what it does, it's because you get to listen to all the great music while you do it. That's right. You know, if you just want to listen to the wheels on the bus... Why we, you, can, we can get that fixed for you, but that, you're going to... That's what Echelon is for. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> Peloton stock ticker. Peloton has announced their next earnings call. Yep. Next Wednesday at 8.30 a.m. Eastern. Can I just say, Peloton, thank you for doing it on a Wednesday. Really makes my life oh, easier. Oh, it makes our life so much easier. So. so much. Really appreciate that. It'll be a little something extra in your check this week, Peloton. Instead of the instead of zero, it'll be zero dot zero zero. Instead of the forty four ninety five, you give them it's going to be an even forty five. And that extra that extra five straight to Barry. And and that's actually not true because they pull it out automatically. So I don't write a check. <laughs> I haven't written a check since like nineteen ninety eight. I only write a check if I'm at the grocery store and the person in line behind me irritates me. And then you like whip out that checkbook. Like, 
think it's time to write a check. Keep one in my wallet just in case. <laughs> keep keep uh, just like I used to keep condoms in my wallet. And then and wait. in case the person in line behind me irritated me. So no. so then do you ask the cashier like a bunch of questions like, do you need my phone number on this? Do you do that too? Yeah. Should I just re- remember? I'm so old. Oh, I remember. I'm that old too. I had my social security number pre-printed on my checks because everybody made you write your social security number on your checks so they could uh, hunt you down and kill you if it bounced. The good old days yeah. before ID theft. Yeah. <laughs> before we knew about ID theft. Yeah, that's yes, that's true. But I was saying, I keep a keep a check in my wallet like condoms in that. I never touched it. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, the Peloton earnings call. What do you think is in store for us? Do you think this is going to be good news? I do. But I thought the last one was good news. And, you know, the the stock market market did not agree. They said otherwise. Although since then, people have been finally admitting that like, oh, hey, they are starting to turn things around. They are. I mean, it's it's indisputable at this point. It's been Uh, a while since we've had like a really just story about something happening with Peloton. It really has. Yeah. And and I have to say, bravo to the communications team. I think they have really taken back the narrative there. Yeah, and I, I, agree. I think that's amazing. Absolutely. Good for them. And coming up after this, we're going to go straight into instructors in the news. We're going to let you know about how you can get advice, not from Dr. Jen, but from Cody. Dr. Cody? Please, dear God, no. <laughs> If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste texture size yes none of that with hero bread no because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs they have like no substance to it (laughs) it's like eating air it is and hero bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread like i did not feel like i was giving up something i was surprised at how big each slice of bread was here's the real test of a piece of bread (laughs) i didn't make a sandwich with these I just had toast. Which you love because you have toast almost every day. I do. It was the (laughs) best textured bread of this sort that I've ever had. And if you're doing the math, it's zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar, and high in fiber. So don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away a hundred or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, And they also come in like a million different colors and styles. 
for your $25, you're not sacrificing comfort, safety, or style. If you want to support the show and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving the Clipout listeners free shipping on their first order. Just go to Gooder.com slash TCO. That's G-O-O-D-R.com and use code TCO to get free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at Gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. Instructors in the news. So Dear Prudence is going on vacation and Cody Rigsby is going to be a guest columnist. Oh, dear. So did you read this? No. It's not going to be. It happened. Oh, it's already happened? It happened. Oh, how about that? Yeah. This is hilarious. You need to read this. Okay. Um, So what did Cody have to say? Okay. I'm just going to read this to you because in case you're not reading this article. To a husband contemplating infidelity. To think twice. Instead, dig deep into the reasons behind desires and address the issues within your relationship. Ship. I think you had it right the first time. I'd be thinking about cheating. A bit of flagrant honesty comes in here since apparently Cody's been the cheater, quote unquote, many times. To a teenager caught in a dilemma with their boyfriend and bestie, choose your bestie if you have to make a choice. Remember, boyfriends are everywhere. And then in parentheses, Cody may have perhaps said this in a less genteel way. (laughs) And boy, did he ever. To a writer healing from a recent breakup, take a step back from the past, the pictures, the memories, and even his face and his family and friends. You can revisit them later. Surprisingly mature advice from Cody. (laughs) So do we call him Cody or Prudence? I think you call him Cody because... He was a guest columnist. It was a play on words. (laughs) That was from Helper B. Lindsay. She covered that. Thank you for doing that. That's I uh, the 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 original. The language was hilarious. Oh, I'm sure. So if you haven't got a chance to read that, you definitely should. Speaking of Cody, we're in a little Cody rock block right now. Uh, He has his book tour coming up. And if you can't make it, a virtual option has been added to the Washington, D.C. stop, which is on September 14th. Yep, you can sign up. Everybody's welcome. Super easy to do, too. And if you go to the clipout.com or you get our newsletter, the article will have all of the details on how to do that. And (laughs) while we're... Cody Trifecta. In our Cody Rock Block, uh, he is celebrating nine years with Peloton. Nine years. Wow. We wrote an article uh, commemorating his nine-year journey. Uh, You can just see kind of highlights from his time at Peloton. We've got a ton of times that he has been in the news. So we kind of cover all the times to our, well, not all the times, our favorite moments. Yes. That Tony made, Tony, that Cody made the clip out news. Wow. And speaking of celebrating anniversaries with, with Peloton. A Saul celebrates one year with Peloton. I thought you said we covered this last week. I think we did, and I forgot to delete it. Oh. But I, th- um, I think it actually was in the Patreon episode, so now it's made the oh. made the big leagues. Okay, well, <laughs> congrats to a Saul. Absolutely, congrats to us all. What? Yes, I'm not celebrating. Sure, you are Peloton anniversaries. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, Ben Aldis has a book launch announced, big party thing. Yeah. That'll do it. Um, this is why I don't write the articles at theclubout.com. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be taking place Saturday, September 2nd. And uh, it is uh, Langley. That's not right. It's someplace. Keep going so I can see it. Langley Street location. I was actually right. Amazing. 
Uh, yeah. And this is all to celebrate the release of Ben's new book. There is going to be, for first of all, anybody that gets a ticket, you automatically get a copy of the book and it's signed. Uh, second of all, you get a Q&A with Ben, but also Leanne is going to be hosting. So you're going to get to meet Ben. You're going to get to meet Leanne. You're going to hang out with awesome Peloton people. And uh, you get to do all that in a cool location at the Langley Street. So enjoy September 2nd. We talked last week about Christine D'Arcole going back to the National Bicycle Champions thing stuff, and uh, she did very well. She did. You'll have to scroll down to, the, there's a whole bunch of stuff, so I have to get to the part which says all the things that she won. Uh, there it is, right there. Christine took second place in Best All-Around Female Rider in her age group in the final of the 750 meter, which is three laps, team sprint christine and her two mates two teammates took the gold medal and then christine grabbed silver medals in both her individual two kilometer and five kilometer races and then in the women's 35 plus points race christine took second overall in the group and won the silver medal in her specific age group but most impressive was that the the women's 45 plus team three kilometer race Christine and her three teammates won the gold medal and set a new American record. Wow. Her teammates, her and her teammates finished the race in four hours and five seconds or four minutes and five. I don't know. That seems, I have no idea. Real fast. <laughs> What's um, three kilometers? I know. What's through? So like if you do a 5K, that's 3.1. So it couldn't, and they had an average speed of 27.5 miles. So if I'm hearing that there were three kilometers. Maybe they each did three kilometers. I don't know. I don't know. They were real fast. They were the fastest. Yeah, ever. literally. They. That's so cool to yes. set a record. Can you imagine setting a record for anything? Except maybe being most annoying. That's probably the only one I wow. can Wow. Oh, you're having me. You're taking shots at me? No. Oh, wow. Myself. No. Look at you. Well, anyway, congrats to Christine. That is an amazing accomplishment. And, of course, her team. And while we're talking about Christine, her and... Logan had an appearance in North Carolina. Sure did. And one of our listeners, Tyler Funderburk, he is also known as Dad the Peddler on the bike. He went to the event. He had a great conversation with Logan. They discussed all of Tyler's favorite strength classes. And then Christine brought in all of her medals. Oh, from... did she just want? Yeah. They were in the car. So she's how, like, here, look at these. How cool is that? Yeah. How cool is that? And Christine also had all these really neat intention cards for members, and they could fill them out to enhance their mind and body recharge journey. And then they also uh, there were these form checks that you could do. And uh, one of the things on it was uh, burpees. And so you could get your form checked on burpees, which I would never do in no. public. No. But a lot of people would, and that's good for them. I'm just not that brave. Anyway, uh, the Peloton staff has been going from city to city. So they've been, of course, doing the Peloton tour. But they also went to Charlotte. And next is Riley. I said it again, Raleigh. And then uh, they are going to be headed over to Atlanta this weekend. So they're all just working so hard. Uh, Tyler said that while he was there, he got to meet so much of the staff. And I heard this from the, the San Francisco stop, too, that the staff was just amazing. So it's really cool that the staff is getting to get out there and meet people. And like they remember them from stop to stop. I yeah. think that's just really, really cool. So hopefully you guys get to go to future events and there's a lot of them happening right now. So make sure you get to one. 
So Benny Adami and the aforementioned Asal uh, have a glam up workshop in the offings for you. I guess it will have happened by the time you hear this. Yes, it will. But uh, and this is in Germany. And so if you scroll down, I can give them specific information. But it's taking place today on August 17th. uh, And then it's going to be a workshop is how they're kind of calling it. But you get to have you're going to do like a pre-class styling rituals that Benny and Asal do. They're going to share all of all of that with you and their techniques as they get ready for class. Uh, there's also going to be refreshments and there's going to be, of course, apparel collection. And then you can. Oh, this one also has custom embroidery. So we're not sure exactly what's going to be in there. But yeah, very okay. cool. Neat. And coming up after this, we're going to talk to Angelo from MetPro. He's going to answer a listener's question about what to do when you've got the willpower during the day, but when it hits nighttime, everything just goes to shit. He's going to have tips for you on how to power through, so stick around. Clip out. Joining us once again via the magic of a Zoom tube from MetPro, it's Angelo here to help everyone out. We take all the questions, we throw them in a hat. And then for no particular reason, we spin a wheel. <laughs> Draw out the questions. I scratch my head. Yeah, I know we've got another one. I don't know that one. But he says it depends and we're done. So, hi. Hi, Angelo. <laughs> How yes. was that for an intro? <laughs> it depends. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I don't know how often you get to listen to our MetPro Method episodes that we record, Angelo, but a lot of times when I'm talking to the other coaches, there's a moment where they're, you can tell they're hesitating because they're they are going to say the magic words. And so <laughs> get <to> say it. <laughs> I, I, I always say it with them. I'm like, oh, are you channeling your, Angel, your inner Angelo right now? <laughs> it should be like uh, on You Bet Your Life with Groucho Marx. It's like, say the secret word and a hundred dollars and we'll have a duck drop down every time the depends duck i'll have a little diaper on it well that's what that that is 90 percent of what i do is people call me and they say this guru this expert said this is absolutely the best way of doing things as he writes and it depends right and that's that that's the problem is that you can read a, there's a million and one approaches fitness strength performance endurance diet nutrition food everything out there and i promise you it's worked every approach you've ever heard of has worked for someone will it work for you and that's essentially what we spend the all of the coaches at metpro are day in and day out we look at the research we're experiencing it in real time with many different clients different different demographics different body types different food intakes starting at different places and we are finding out and can now prove that it truly does depend which is I mean, that's pretty cool in and of itself that you guys, we have enough data to be able to see that now, though. That's pretty cool. Yeah, we love geeking out on that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So speaking of all all that, what is our question? Our question comes from Dwayne Pearson. Uh, He says, during the day, he can maintain a pretty healthy diet, lower carb meals. He usually skips breakfast. He does have a (laughs) snack for lunch um, or nat. He has on a lunch Snack for lunch on nuts or a sandwich? I I don't know. Uh, something yeah, about the two very different things. One I know. Is no carbs. The other's lots of carbs. Snack <laughs> for lunch is nuts or a sandwich? Maybe it was supposed to be an is instead of an on. I'm sorry. Maybe you meant yeah. or. 
Oh, oh, yeah. Snacks for lunch or a sandwich. Oh, okay, maybe. Okay, so he has okay. a snack for lunch, which is maybe nuts, or he has a sandwich. Okay. Okay. When his son has an ice cream treat during the day, he has no problem not joining. But after 8.30 p.m., everything changes and he's craving food with sugar. He might sneak his son's lunch treat, which will lead into sneaking a couple more. Been there, Dwayne. Is there a fruit that that might satisfy those cravings? What can I do to manage these late night cravings? I want to stop becoming a sugar fiend. Oh, well, Dwayne. He's going to have to eat more, yeah. isn't he? I, I think I know the answer here. <laughs> well, he, he's in this he's in this spiral. He's in this spiral that is being um, exaggerated by the fact that he's really not eating car- much carbs throughout the day. There is a little bit of mystery around whether he's having nuts or a sandwich, because if so, we need to get, kind of go back to 101. Um, but assuming I'm going to assume that he's keeping his carbs really low during the day. He's basically setting himself up for his body needs those carbs at nights. And there's both behavioral, social reasons for that and physiological reasons for that. When you go the majority of the day with low carb, if you were to do that for about 72 hours, maybe four days, you would find that your cravings for carbs will actually stop or decrease. They're not going to stop. Chocolate's still going to taste good, but they will decrease in most cases. In fact, when we do the research on one of the benefits of lower carb dieting, that was one of the few consistents that almost all participants, though women did feel this a little more acutely than men in the research, almost all participants expressed that after an initial period, cravings for sugars and carbs decreased. Well, what's happening is you're in this cycle, um, Dwayne, where every night you're putting logs on the fire, you just you're getting through the day and then you're probably at your hottest cravings about 24 hours later. My recommendation is going to be to actually get some carbs throughout the day. Just keep it modest and then it'll be a little easier to choose good uh, carbohydrates or lower carbs at night. So it's not one giant hit or one giant binge, which is so easy to to fall into that pattern. Another reason is that's when we're like, I'm done with my day. I worked really hard. Now I have some free time. I'm too exhausted to do anything productive. So this is my relaxation time. I'm not ready to go to bed yet. So what do I want to do? Eat. Eat. (laughs) No, no, I mean, that's it. That's where. So you're kind of putting yourself in a little bit of peril there. And then one final physiological reason for this is because that extra of sugar at night it's giving you that nice blood sugar spike, which is putting you into a good coma for sleep. And that that is when I've had to prioritize someone sleep over, you know, over their weight loss, you know, having a high glycemic sugar right before bed, though not healthy, not ideal. It does help put you to sleep because your body had that blood sugar spike and then it now releases all this insulin. And then you're like, oh, I'm ready for a nap. It's what happens in the afternoon when we had a sugary lunch. So it's easy to fall into that pattern. What I would do is, you know, it's the, what is it? The old uh, saying, you know, you you eat like a king, a prince, a pauper. I forget how the exact saying, but eat your biggest meal for breakfast. Eat a little bit lighter at lunch, lightest at dinner. That's very hard to do. And that is not how our society is, our culture is really set up. It's the opposite. At least reverse it a little bit. 
if, if you are going to get some carbs, Dwayne, try and have the heavier amounts at breakfast and or lunch and then just pair down in the evening. Then if you have a little bit more proteins, you're going to find that it'll satisfy you. For me, I, I like to, I do uh, mostly plant-based during the day and then I'll have my animal protein in the evening. Some of my clients who are omnivore, they like doing it that way. As far as getting carbs from a fruit, try frozen or, or chilled um, fruits such as grapes, blueberries, strawberry, really any, any berries, boysenberries, raspberries. Try chilling them and you can try a recipe with that and then something that's more of a protein like a Greek yogurt or something you can mix it in. My wife likes to do fruit, berries, and cottage cheese and she finds that very satisfying. Is it a chocolate chip cookie? No, but it's still getting some carbs at night. So it's not going to give you any problems. So, um, so Dwayne, the, this real small snacks during the day might be hurting you a little bit. Get yourself conditioned to a good breakfast carb, slow digesting. Think oatmeal, think sweet potato, think squash. Uh, foods like that are going to serve you really well. They're going to be satiating. It's not going to be too high in carbs. Balanced lunch. Then higher protein, good fats, lots of vegetables, and then use fruit as need be uh, in the evening. And you're not going to succeed 100%, but if you set some ground rules and say, look, during the week, not going to have sugar at night, so I'm going to limit that to the weekend, you're going to break those habits and see some significant progress. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for all that. Uh, if people would Absolutely. like this sort of information tailor-made for them in their lives, where can they find you? Come talk to us at metpro.co slash TCO. Wonderful. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Past guest update. You might remember Scott Jenkins. He was on the show not too long ago, and he recently had a past guest update because he did one of those crazy 200-mile races. Well, Scott is not doing just one race. I know. That's the thing. It's called the Triple Crown. Right. And so a few weeks, two weeks ago... He did part one, and this week he did part two. It was the Bigfoot 200. The best part is that he was so worried about it because it was 16 days after the first race. He had a, D, he had a do not finish the first time he did Bigfoot 200. But I am so happy to say that Scott not only finished, he finished in 35th place overall and shaved an hour and a half off of his time from the race last year. That's crazy. And he could have shaved even more. You watched him cross the finish like stop and take your pictures. I'm like, oh, you can shave another five minutes of your time just right here. It was like 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you can you could tell he was hurting. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> that is how I felt after Big Sur. Yeah. I can't imagine 200 miles. Doing a race that's 10 times longer and then doing it again in two weeks. Yeah, no. Absolutely insane. Yeah, he's got one more to go, and that, come, that takes place in October. Don't forget, he is trying to raise money. He's doing all of this to raise money for Operation Smile in the UK. You can head over to theclipout.com or to Scott Jenkins' uh, page and... and Look for how to, you know, make sure you're donating money to that. It's a wonderful, wonderful organization, and we are wanting to support Scott any way that we can. Checking out the competition. Echelon has finally gotten around to making a tonal knockoff. Dear God, it does look exactly like it. <laughs> Except it doesn't mount to the wall, apparently. It's got its own little 
little stand. Feet. I wouldn't be nervous. I would too about pulling on. I mean, I you know, like as much as I like to bag on echelon, I'm sure they've done the math and the physics and figured it all out so this thing won't come. I won't say I'm sure. I'll say I hope won't come crashing down on you. But, but like, I mean, you're pulling a lot of weight on one of these machines, so to just have it freestanding like that is a little nerve-wracking. It's also Does it say how much how much weight you can do? Uh, I don't know that it does, it, at least in this article. Maybe it does on their website, but it's pretty expensive. It's $5,000 plus a monthly subscription. Interesting. But from a quick perusal of the article, it, it seems as if this is really not designed for an individual to purchase. It's more designed for like boutique gyms to have and that maybe you buy a couple of them and then people can come in and utilize them so i don't know but uh at that point i don't know why you wouldn't just get a tonal it's cheaper and i mean i yeah and it's gotta be better so i mean unless you really just love the idea of it being freestanding but you know why this probably took them so long to come out with because peloton didn't do it first <laughs> yeah yeah that tracks they it were does. waiting to see what Peloton strengthening was going to be, and they were going to copy that. And then when that never, when that uh, didn't come to fruition, they're like, "Well, I guess we'll just steal what Tonal's." Also, explain to me what's happening in the picture. Why does it look like he has a tail? I think it's because oh, that's like a thing for the bench. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's a weird because the bench is attached to the machine. Like it's all like on a Tonal, the bench is separate, and so you move the bench around like a normal bench and. Uh, and where this is like actually like physically part of the machine, so um, mm. it'll be interesting. I'll, I'm curious to hear the the response to this. Yeah, I wonder if they'll sell one. Oh, they will. <laughs> they will. Also, uh, ultra human ring air ring air ring air because they already had a ring. Oh, I see. I don't know. I know. So they're. They're coming on strong, trying to take down Aura. Is yes. That yeah. Oh, I said it right. Yeah, you did. Uh, I, I was really fascinated by this because it is the first wearable that is connecting to continuous glucose monitors. Oh. So what they what this company is doing is they are taking all of the data from a continuous glucose monitor in two ways. One, you can wear your own continuous glucose monitor and then wear the ring and then you will get your own individual insights that are specific to you. But also what they're going to do is they're going to take that entire database. So let's say you have thousands of people giving information to a glucose monitor and those findings you can use if you have the ring that they are selling so let's say i'm going to use bananas for an example because bananas are a big topic of conversation at metpro okay Um, they tend to even though they're fruit and they're quote-unquote healthy they still have a high degree of sugar and they still cause a blood sugar spike if you are very especially if you are on the low end of intake with your carbohydrates right So if you were wearing a glucose, continuous glucose monitor, it is going to show a spike when you eat a banana. Now, not everybody, because some people are more sensitive based on food. But the thing is, their database is going to say, here's thousands of people and how they responded to eating a banana. So now when you wear this ring, you're going to know how you you are going to respond based on statistical information. That's that's huge because that can help you decide should like. 
I know it's obvious, right? That like if you eat a hamburger, that's not good because it has a lot of fat. But a lot of people don't think about the foods that they're eating that have a high amount of natural sugar in it. It can still it can still make your body have a a glucose spike, especially if you haven't eaten very much. So this can help people eat smarter to fuel their bodies all day long. So I think this has a lot of potential. I've been waiting to hear how people are going to use all these continuous glucose monitors as fascinating as they are. There's not a lot you can do with them other than know, oh yeah, it makes my blood sugar spike. (laughs) But if you use that data to say, well, now I'm more tired. Now I'm exhausted. Here's how I'm recovering with that ring. Well, now we're on to something very interesting. I don't think we're quite all the way to a point where it's like, woo, but I am intrigued. Intrigued. Okay. Well, we'll watch this space. New content. So we put out the call every week for the TCO Top 5 to see just what your favorite classes were. And you answer the call, and then we recap. We do. This is so much fun. I absolutely love these. So this week, we start with a 10-minute body weight strength. Alexandra Siros said she may have already shouted this one out. It's a body weight class from October 31st of twenty. But she has taken it so many times and she had just put it on again because she set some long term goals again uh, for aging like balance. And that's what this class focuses on. So she loves it. So that is awesome. Uh, Then we have from Cindy Stewart, I Break for Tacos. She submitted the uh, favorite Peloton run. This is a 30 minute East London scenic run with Jermaine Johnson. She says, I don't do these often, but I've been to London twice this year and I'm going back at the end of the month. Love the tour of East London and hearing JJ's long history of living in the area. Well, that sounds a lot of fun. I might need to hit that soon. Uh, Then we have the favorite Peloton total body strength. This one took place uh, from, this one came in from Teresa Spelt Ross. It was a 45 minute 90s full body strength with Rebecca Kennedy. She says that it was a descending pyramid of reps with various exercises starting at 100 reps total in the warm-up. So there were 10 different movements, finishing with 10 reps of a, and a bonus burner. She bookmarked it to take it monthly. It's so fun. Uh, she did it after a 45-minute run, then followed it with a 10-minute core and a 10-minute stretch. Long workout day, but very empowering. Good for her. A hundred. I know. And then we've got favorite upper body strength. This was from uh, Pat Darling. Uh, she she was at the TCO meetup in uh, at the Brit in San Jose. You might remember meeting Pat. I do. Uh, well, this, uh, she says that the 20-minute upper body strength with Logan from 8-8-23 was awesome. She said she was in no mood to do strength, and she's so glad she chose this class because the playlist totally got her into it. Between Logan's energy and the rock and hip-hop playlist, she got energized. Didn't have any classes this week she couldn't get through. That's amazing. Uh, Then... Uh, this is our, our brand new edition, The Unstackable. <laughs> so we have asked for all of the TCO uh, community to tell us what was your Unstackable, a class that was so hard you couldn't possibly stack it with anything else. Because it would kill you. It would kill you or it would just be really, really hard. But Tabitha Peralt, uh, Tabby's, Tabby's Pickles, that's her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love her leaderboard name. She submitted for us. 52723, a 30-minute Tabata ride with Benny Adami. Now listen to this. I'm listening. 
This class was so much fun. I had been sleeping on Benny Adami until now. It was Benny's birthday, and you are celebrating with him by doing 50, yes, 50 Tabatas. You will sing three words max of every song in this diva-filled playlist because you will not have enough breath for the entire <laughs> line. In the words of Benny, you will survive this. It will just be super painful. Pro tip, the warm-up is only four minutes, so you better come prepared. Holy cannoli. I, that's got to go in the list. I'm so excited about that. Wow. Yeah. So if you've got an unstackable, uh, keep an eye out for next week when we post the the call for TCO Top 5 and let us know what you think is unstackable. Hashtag unstackable. It's a thing. Or making it a thing. Like yeah. fetch. <laughs> no, it's going to succeed. Oh, okay. This week, PSNY launched Instructor Red Custom Class Intros to get their own little hype tape plan before they enter the room. Yeah. So before it was a PA or personal assistant, production assistant is actually what it was. And they would come in and they would be like, okay, everybody, stay on your bike. Put your phone away. Put your phone away. Uh, here's don't what's going to happen. Anything. And the instructor comes out. Don't touch them. Don't get off your bike. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Well, now instead it is the instructor you're about to take a class with and they tell you those rules. But they also get you super hyped up. And then when they walk into the room, there's music playing like it's their intro music. And then there's lights flashing. It's like it's like a meet and greet at Disney World. Yeah. And so concerts get ready to start. Yes. And this is this is just now being piloted in the bike classes. Now, I have heard since we posted this as far back as like uh, a week ago, a full week ago, maybe two weeks ago. Uh, a person was in PSNY, did take a class with Cody. He did have a personal one, and that was not listed in our article. So other instructors have been doing these. So we will we will see. We kind of think that maybe everyone should start taping them and submitting them. We just have like this little lineup so we yeah. can compare them all. I think that's sure. kind of fun. That'd be fun. And yeah. if you want to hear what they sound like, if you go to theclubout.com and find this article or sign up for the email, the article has uh, exclusive audio of what it sounds like. Yeah, you can hear Hannah Corbin. Two new Peloton collections have been added, UK Greatest Hits and Discover New Meditation. Yeah, so the UK Greatest Hits is not like musically based, although it might be for some. But the idea is that it is the best classes that have been posted from the UK. 41 all-time favorite classes from the UK. Uh, so there's all kinds of different instructors uh, in covering all kinds of different things. Walks, runs, strength, boot camps, all of it. So that's really fun. And then they also dropped this new meditation collection, Calm Your Body, Your Mind, Body, and Soul. So it's an idea of like, here are the ones that will really help you have a comprehensive look at all of the different meditations that exist from five to 30 minutes, anybody needing to take a mental break. So uh, really, really love both of these options. And I think it will, I think it's good that they're doing these collections because it helps people. I don't know what to take. Here you go. For sure. But they also do programs. So what's the difference between a program and a collection? I'm glad you asked. We have an article about it. We sure do. Uh, so Helper B, Nikki put this one together, programs versus collections. So in a very, very, very tiny nutshell, a program is something that is put together in a systematic way that says you need to take this many classes this week and that many classes next week and they're locked 
you can't get to the next one until you take the first one. Gotcha. And uh, like you'll, a video game. Yeah, and you only have a certain amount of time to finish it. If it says it's four weeks, at the end of four weeks, if you didn't take those classes, you're done with the program anyway. So you you're just you got to start over if you want to start over. No. Oh. A collection, on the other hand is a list of classes that for whatever reason, there's so many good reasons, Peloton has brought them together because they all have something in common, like the Peloton Outdoor. Like it's a huge group of outdoor classes you can go to. Hip Hop 50, all the Hip Hop 50 classes. Now, what is interesting about this is that uh, the strength, the density strength program that Andy Spear put out this year, it is a program in the sense that it's like, here's a set amount of classes. But he released it as a collection because he didn't want to lock it down for people. And he wanted people to be able to take one offs as they take other classes. He didn't want it to be like they just it's a one and done. He wanted it to be something that they could pick and choose as they're doing other workouts. Uh, So that is why they're like that. And uh, if you check out the article, there's tons of details that explain all of it. It was a really, really well written article. Lane Break continues to get uh, love from Peloton as it is now featured in the collection screen, the stuff. <laughs> well, it's it's actually not called a collection in the same way. I know this is featured collections, but it's different. See, featured collections are when you turn on your bike screen, there's this nice little row across the top that right. says featured collections. And now Lane Break is one of them. But Lane Break is not listed as a separate collection under collections. I know that's confusing, <laughs> but I didn't decide these things. Okay. Anyway, it's right in front of you, and that's cool because it's much less taps to get to the lane break. Yeah, and And there's probably lots of people discovering it that aren't aware of it because they didn't go digging around. They're like, oh, what's this thing? It's like making the homepage on Netflix. I wonder where they got that idea from. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, speaking of the bike screen, uh, we don't have an article about this, uh, so I didn't like post this as a separate item. And it's very short. I didn't put any post up at all yet. But... All of the screens, the the images on the bike screen for years have had three rows. Mm-hmm. So when you get to a, a, a little like you, you're like, what bike class should I take? Oh, there's here's three rows, columns, if you will. Yeah. Well, now they changed the fitting. So now it's they change the sizes, each little thing. So now there's four across. Oh, okay. a very minor change. Yeah, but it gets just that much more information they can get in front of you. Not on the tread yet that we have seen only on the bike. So we've seen lots of instructors, we talked about this a little bit last week, posting Instagram photos of themselves in a recording studio. Adrian, Logan, Marcel, now Myla. And Bex did one too. Okay. So people have been theorizing what this could be all about. And then I had a theory today. You did. That it's them recording their new intro and that could be. Yeah. It would make sense because none of these people are bike instructors. Yeah. So that makes sense. They're all tread. And, and then we know that they're focusing on the bikes first. Yeah. So what you're saying makes a lot of sense. The bike instructors have already done it. Yeah. I don't know. Also could be for AFO. Don't know. Absolutely. And they could, while they're in there, have them doing multiple things. Well, there is that. Yeah. If you want to be all logical. <laughs> I also think Marcel is using the same microphone we do. Well... That's interesting <laughs> because that means that it's in. Uh, I just assumed this is where they do all their outdoor content, regardless of whatever they're recording. Yeah, I, that's Pelotons in the UK studio. Right. So I don't know. It looks like the same mic, but I'm it not. It does. But then why wouldn't the one in the, the Peloton New York have one? They, I mean, there are lots of mics that are high quality. That could have just been whatever reason that recording studio opted for that mic instead of. Well, you would the... just think that Germany and US would use the same ones. They're the same company. That's all. 
Yeah, but like I said, it could just be whoever put together that studio was like, this is the mic they like to use, and that's what they went with. Yeah. I don't know. Peloton birthdays. And finally, we've got four birthdays this what? week. First coming up is on August 19th is Kirsten Ferguson. And then on August 20th, Jill Foley, wife of former CEO John Foley, and ran the boutique for a long, long time. And also on August 20th, the most important Peloton birthday. Stop. Clip out crystal. Ta-da. And then finally, on August 24th, Aditi Shaw. So if you see any of those people, but especially Crystal, <laughs> be sure and wish them a happy birthday. Aw, thank you. And happy birthday to, uh, you said it was uh, Kirsten, or Kirsten Ferguson? Kirsten Ferguson. Kirsten Ferguson, Aditi Shaw, and of course, Jill Foley. I always get a kick out of we have a birthday on the same day. I always send her a little picture, our little selfie. <laughs> <laughs> And coming up after this, we're going to talk to our guest of the week, Antoinette Alvarado. So stick around. Checking in with the Peloton community. Joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Dr. Tony Alvarado. Tony with an I. Yes. Wants me to stress and I'm more than happy to do. Hey, how's it going? Hello. It's going well. I've been anticipating and excited about having this conversation with you all. Awesome. I'm excited too. I love having people on to find out. I like to hear all about the history of how a person came across Peloton. There's all these different ways that it's come into people's conscious. So I'm really curious to hear your backstory, Tony. Okay. So I came into Peloton officially last year in 2021. Okay. I officially came into Peloton in 2021. Of course, I have been hearing about it. I have a lot of friends and they were buying the bike during the pandemic. And one of my coaching clients, she actually had a bike and we talked about it and hers had become a hanger for her clothes and her room. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Remember know, when we I talk- thought that? I know. At the beginning, I was like, if we get this, is it going to be? He was very skeptical. In a craze or whatever. And so it took me a minute to buy into the idea of get of doing the Peloton. So I already was already work out religiously. And I have a home gym and my trainer comes here to work with me. And I was going to the gym, in all fairness, I was going to my trainer at a gym, but then COVID came and shut the gym down. I already had things at home. So I said to my trainer, Hey, what would it take for you to come to my home? Then I wanted to add more equipment to my home. And then I said, you know what? I think I want to go on and get a Peloton bike. And I love it. But more so than the bike, I just love the whole system. So I was introduced to uh, friends of mine who had purchased the bike and have been talking about it. And so I decided, let me try it. Let me add it to the equipment I already have in my gym. And been in love with it ever since. I love that. Okay. So when you say the whole system, what does that mean to you? Does that mean the other equipment? Does that mean the community? Does that mean the instructors? Tell me more about that. Of course, with the bike, then you get the app and then you can log on to other. I thought when I first got the bike, I didn't realize that they had other exercises and programs 
on demand or live, whichever one. I started riding with Tunde, and that's who I love to ride with. That's my favorite trainer for riding. And I started riding with her. Then I said, well, you know, let me venture out and look at other programs like the strength, the arms and the core and the stretching. And I recently found the, fell in love with the Peloton Outdoor because on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I run and I walk. And so now I've been doing the outdoor workouts with the power walking and the interval running and things of that nature. So I just love diversity of exercises and programs that are on there. I love the diversity of the trainers. I just think it's a wonderful system to be a part of. It's a wonderful community to be a part of. So I love the programs, the exercise programs and the trainers. And then what other equipment do you have your own home? Like in your gym? Yeah. In my gym. So I have the total gym with the leg press machine, the uh, bench press, all of that. I have a punching bag. I have a treadmill. And I had another stationary bike, but I got rid of it and bought the Peloton, right? (laughs) It had to go. (laughs) It had to go. But I kept the tread. I kept the tread because my husband likes the tread. I'm not a big... I'll do the treadmill, but it's not my favorite thing to do. I don't want to try to talk you into buying something that you feel like you're never going to use, but I got to tell you, you might feel the same way about the treadmill after you tried it a few times because the trainers just pull you in in the same way they do those outdoor (laughs) classes. They're amazing. (laughs) I believe that. And you know what? But I think the next piece of equipment, I do plan to buy another piece. And my next one that I want to buy is the row machine. Oh, mm-hmm. you should have kept that old bike and used it as a clothes hanger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I wouldn't have had enough room for it. But I, I've been really, I said my next piece, I think for Christmas this year, I'm going to buy myself the roll machine. Ooh, did you see the price just went down? No, I need to go yeah. see. Yeah. Okay. It's like, She's like, maybe I'll get it for Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I'll get it as a late birthday gift. I just turned 60 on May 16th. Oh, that's well, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. The road just dropped. I think it's like $29.95 or it dropped like two or $300. It just dropped. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. And also I just saw today, maybe it was yesterday, Day also is going to be doing a uh, hit cardio. Did you see that as well? Oh, no. I got to go look. <laughs> Hit cardio, yes. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yes, I love Tunde. I ride with Tunde. Most times when I ride, I ride with Tunde. I mean, yeah. well, let me just be honest. All the time when I ride, I ride with Tunde. <laughs> rides are Tunde. But I've done ex- strength programs with her and particularly arms with Tunde. So I'm proud of my arms because... As you should be. Tunde, been, she's been helping me with my arms. And then I love Adrian. I love working out with Adrian. I love stretching with Adrian. And I love Emma. Love yeah. well. I love her core exercises. And Chelsea, I like her for meditation. Wonderful. Have you ever tried Adrian's five minute warm up, his run warm up? Like, yes. it like activates your. I use that every time I run. Yes. Every time. I yes. love it. I, I love, love his five minute. I love his. He has a 15 minute one. And. I have just, I'm like hooked on his 20 minute morning mobility. Oh, really? I haven't done that. Yeah. Oh, yes. That morning mobility is the truth. And I have seen a major difference in my flexibility 
since I've been doing morning mobility with him. And it's just 20 minutes. And I'll either do it before I work out. because So my trainer comes to me three days a week. And so he comes Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. But I do Peloton before he comes. And then I'll work out with him for about an hour. That's a lot of working out. Yeah. So how do you integrate all those workouts? Like, what does your schedule look like? Because that's a pretty full fitness schedule. Yeah. So what I do is before my trainer comes, and now he says, he'll text me. He's like, I'm on my way. You better be done with your bike when I get there. (laughs) That's encroaching on his territory. (laughs) He's he's like, this is my time. Get done with your bike. (laughs) Or he'll tell me, I'm getting ready to leave because he lives across town. (laughs) I'm on my way to you. Make sure you do your bike before I come. That kind of thing. So, and if he comes in and I'm still on the bike, <laughs> I just like to hear him fuss. Y'all still on that thing? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I will ride for 15 or 20 minutes with him before he comes. Okay. Sometimes 30 minutes if I can get down to my gym before, like in enough time. But what I've been doing lately is doing maybe 20 minute ride and a 10 or 15 minute stretch with Peloton before he comes. Or if I don't get it all in before he comes, then I'll just do it when he leaves. Okay. Okay. If I don't so, get it all in. So I may do the ride before he comes, then work out with him. Then when he leaves, I'll do the stretch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I generally work out between, I generally work out, and then that's just Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. But I work out six days a week. So I do three days with him, my trainer, that's strength training. And so then I will do, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I work out on my own. And usually Tuesday and Thursday is when I'll run or walk. And I'll use Peloton while I'm running or walk. Awesome. Awesome. And so then have... Saturday is kind of up for grass, whatever I feel like doing. Gotcha. So have you always been an avid fitness enthusiast or is that something that developed later in life? So it developed later in life in the sense that I was 37 years old when I started really getting into working out uh, fitness. And I did so because, and I talk about it in my book, I wrote a book uh, called Harmonize Your Life, A Journey to a Self-Care, right? And so, and I talk about my journey because I was diagnosed with Graves' disease, which is a hypothyroid condition at 37. And it was a whole lot of other stuff going on. I had gained a lot of weight and I'm a pastor. That's my principal work. And so I was just, And I had small children at the time. My kids are are young adults now, but they were much smaller at that time. Three children under the age of three because they're all 15 months apart. And I was not in a good place physically. And so when I turned 37 that year, my husband asked me what I want for my birthday. And I said a trip. And that started my journey. So I've been on this journey and I have increased and become more of an enthusiast over the years. But I literally started the journey at age 37 and I'm 60 now. So what's that? 23? I was a mass communications major. Yeah, I I came up with 23 23 years. 23 years. Yeah, Yeah, because it was the year my daughter was born. My daughter was born, so it's almost 24 years because she'll be 24 this year. So yeah, I was 37 when I started. And I've had a few trainers over the years. I've joined a few boot camps, but now it's a part of my lifestyle. It's just who I am. And so I think you all, when you reached out, you said you saw my posts on Twitter. Uh Yeah. So what I did a few years ago, I started just posting my workout. Like when I get done working out, I just post what I did that morning. And 
people started saying, Dr. Tony, you you really are inspiring me. You really are motivating me. And so one of my hashtags is fitness motivation and uh, self-care, harmony, women, all that kind of stuff. So now I feel like it's, I'm a pastor and I feel like it's part of my ministry to help people understand the importance of being healthy and taking care of themselves. So you kind of look at that as like the whole body and mind and spirit wellness. Like, Okay. Yeah. Mind, body, spirit. Love that. So you said you work out six days a week and you're a pastor. So I'm thinking I know which day <laughs> you're not working. Don't, out. I don't work out on Sundays. Although during the pandemic, I joined a, a double Dutch group. Like jump rope? Like jump rope? A jump rope. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a thing. I, yeah. I have so many questions. Well, yeah, you, you need at least two people well, to turn the rope, two honey. two people, but I didn't know That's, they had like And then you got the one jumping. Oh, That's yeah. right there. That's yeah, so I joined the 40 plus double Dutch club. How fun. And, and it's women over 40 who jump rope. And so I joined that group and I'm still technically a member, but when I started with them, it was in the pandemic. And at that time, our services, we weren't allowing people in the sanctuary. And so- our schedule was just much lighter, but since we've opened back and allowed parishioners to come into the sanctuary, it's harder now for me. So I'm trying to find a group that I can do like in the week. I just don't know how we're working in. I'm still trying to figure that out. I think I may just drop down to going because they jump every Sunday afternoon, but I have found since we've been back full, our yeah. church it's harder for me to get there on Sundays because I'm kind of, once I get done with church, I kind of need to rest. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I need Maybe see if you have time for like a single Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love double Dutch because I jumped as a girl. You know, I'm from Chicago originally. I live in Atlanta, Georgia, but I'm from Chicago and that's what I grew up doing, jumping double Dutch. And so I love the idea. I love the group. I love the women. I just, at this juncture right now, it's kind of hard to fit it into my lifestyle. Into my I life. would think as you get older, it would be hard on your knees. Yeah, the impact. Yeah, the impact. But you don't have any yeah. issues with that. It can be if you're doing it every day. But I mean, you know, once a week, I can't see. That's fair. And it's not just the jumping aspect of it. It's turning is, is work as well. That is true. true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so true. jumping and turning. And then the fellowship and the yeah. camaraderie of the other women. And the idea that all of us are over 40. And so it's just kind of that affinity group, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I never got really good at that. I used to watch in awe when people would do that. I think it has to do with the fact that I've never been good at things like dancing, rhythm, (laughs) anything required sports. Like none of that was ever like my thing. Like every time I would try, you remember how those jump ropes would like slap your leg? Like you yeah. get the welt. Yeah, you have then, to, you got to know how to get in there and get out. And I clearly didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it can be fun though. It can be, oh, and single me. jumping is good too. So it's good cardio. It is good cardio. It yeah, is. I bet. Yeah. yeah. What's it like being a pastor? Like, what does that job entail on a day-to-day basis? I mean, we all know you do your services on Sunday, but like, what's the rest of the week? But I'm sure they're not paying you to work one day a week. Right. No, they're not. (laughs) (laughs) I do go into my office and we have a staff. And so my role is our chief operations officer, because church is like business in terms of things that have to be taken care of. So. Some are a little too much like a business. (laughs) (laughs) 
facilities, wow. grounds, I mean. And so those things. And then programming throughout the week, um, Bible studies, pastoral care when people go to the hospital. You can't plan when people pass away. So funerals, visitations, weddings, all kind of things. Counseling. People come to pastors for spiritual guidance and counsel, wisdom, those kind of things. And then not to mention the study um, preparation for sermons and Bible studies and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm sure that's not like a quick process. You're no, not it's not. Like, you're not up there just like, hmm, what do I want to yeah. talk about You're not today? winging it. No. Oh, yeah. Like Rick, our church is getting ready for a 31-day prayer thing that we're doing every morning at 6 to 7 a.m. Well, who guess who's leading that? <laughs> that's you. <laughs> right. Me and my is husband. Gonna, is, and gonna, so, is it going to mess with your workout schedule? No, because it's from 6 to 7. And then I can go. I can work out after that. Okay. Uh-huh. So, so you're in a position where being a pastor is full-time job. You don't have a, sometimes people do both. That's true. Yeah. I'm full-time at my church, but I also do other things outside of my church. Like I speak at conferences and sure. and those kind of things. And then I also have my own coaching practice. And so I have clients that I see. And so is that coaching like to be a pastor or is that so like, like life, life coaching? Life, life coaching. coaching. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. That and so sense. I have a self-care network and I run a program called the Intentional Self-Care Program. And the women that are in that program, I coach them as a group and I coach them one-on-one. Oh, that's okay. amazing. That's amazing. Now, is there a certain like angle that you're trying to help people get to, you know, like sometimes you hear, like, if you're having a group, it's like, oh, we're all trying to, I don't know, start a business or something. Well, this particular group is around self-care, health and wellness. And so this group is for women who wanting to be consistent, that integrating the holistic lifestyle of rest, exercise, nutrition, whatever relational stuff that they have going on and learning how to make sure that they are putting themselves first in terms of family work and all the things that we do as women, right? Fabulous. Mothers, wives, professional women. I have women, they run the gamut. I mean, they're professional women, but a lot of times what we find is that people are more focused on their work, They're more focused on family, even taking care of children, husbands, significant others, whatever, maybe taking care of a parent. I have one of the women in my group is a caregiver. She has a sister who had a stroke, but she's a caregiver, Mm. but she struggles with caring for herself. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to balance. It's hard. And so I coach them along those lines and help them to develop a strategy for self-care, a strategy for health and wellness, looking at them individually and what their lives look like and how do I integrate what I need into the matrix of my whole life. You're a project manager of self-care. I love it. Yeah. I call myself a self-care strategist. Well, I love that too. Yeah. So did that grow out of being a pastor or the other way around? Oh, that grew out of being a pastor and it grew out of my own life, really, and what I've had to do. Did and you then my that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, because being a pastor, being a full time parish uh, pastor, you a lot of times pastors are more focused on what the church needs, 
parishioners and the like, and then they let their own health go. Yeah. It makes sense. And that's like any other profession that's high stressed because pastors, we're in the top 10 most stressed professions. Really? Now that yes. makes sense. Because everybody's bringing their stress to you. And in a lot yeah, of ways, exactly. it's, it's like exactly. being a psychologist. Yes. Yeah. It's a lot exactly. on your shoulders. Yeah. Yes. So we're, think- up there with, we're up there with police officers, up there with college presidents. Think about it. If you have to constantly raise funds yeah. for the ministry to sustain itself and to be able to be a voice to the community or open up your doors to the community, serve the community, serve the congregation. All of that is a lot. And we've been pastoring 31 years, my husband and I. And so it can be a very stressful job. And then the care of that and then caring for yourself, caring for your own self, your own family needs. I mean, we have needs too, just like our parishioners. For sure. A lot of times pastors have very poor health because they do not take care of themselves. Most people that are in the people business or helping professions help other people, but they are poor at helping themselves. Yeah, that, that is, is true. true. Right? So, Even and, and I would think, doctors. Yeah, and it's also a lot of stress, I'm sure, because I would think by the nature of it, you probably have a lot of pressure in terms of like, you know things that are very private about a lot of people. Oh, yeah, and you, you have know? to keep that stuff. Right. Sure. Confidences, all of that. And so if you don't have anywhere to take that, put that. So I believe very strongly in therapy. I have a therapist and I believe in therapy. I believe in having a place to talk things out and work things out emotionally, mentally. And the pandemic really, really now since the pandemic, we've seen a rise in mental health cases and people who are stressed. And And so anxious anxious and the trauma that we experience as a world in the world, but particularly as a nation, the trauma we experience behind that. And so, yeah, and it's a lot to deal with. And so I, out of my own, what I've learned to implement for myself. Now I went back a few years ago after being trained in uh, Bible and theology and preaching and all the things that you do as a professional uh, clergy woman then I went back and I got certified. I was already a few years ago certified as a life coach and a coach trainer. But in 2021, in 2020, I went and I enrolled in the American Fitness Professionals Association. They have a coaching program, a health and wellness coach program. So I got certified as a health and wellness coach in 2020. I finished it in 2021, but I started in 2020. And so I've added that component to what I do. That make your personal trainer nervous that you're (laughs) going to replace him? (laughs) No, because I don't want to be a personal trainer. Like, I don't want to. But I mean, you don't need him anymore. You're like, I know the things. Oh, no, I need him. Because like every coach needs a coach. For sure. And every trainer needs a trainer. Everybody. So I definitely need him. I need him. I'm not trying to get rid of him. And the other thing is, I don't really, I said maybe in another, maybe after I retire from pastoring, maybe I will become like a fitness trainer, but I'm really not interested in that. I really want to help people because if we don't, it, it starts here. It starts with the way we think and it starts with in us valuing ourselves and seeing ourselves as sacred. And so if you don't value 
self-care, it doesn't matter if you have a trainer or not. People, how many people go to gyms, sign up for a gym and never go? Yeah, absolutely. People buy a Peloton and never use it. How many people buy treadmills and never use it? And so my thing is I work with people on getting to the root of why don't you value yourself enough to take care of you? Why is everything else more important to you than you? Wow. That makes sense. That's powerful. Right? Because at the end of the day, even if you have, I don't care how much money you make, your health is your wealth. It doesn't matter whether you have a six, seven figure salary or a big house or car or whatever. If you're sick and broke down, you won't even be able to enjoy it. Right. So right. true. Yeah. And then some people, all they do is work. Well, that's only one aspect of life. We don't live to work. We work to live. But people have that backwards. They live to work. But what good is it to work, work, work and never live? So one of my mantras is live until you die. <laughs> So what does living look like for you? Why are you waiting until you retire to go on that cruise? Why are you waiting until you retire to enjoy your family, enjoy life? No, life is to be lived now. And if the pandemic didn't teach us anything else, it should have taught us um, the finiteness of life and how fragile life really is. And all you have is now. So true. So do the things. Yeah, do that. Do we it strongly in yeah. that. We believe. Do it. We like to take our vacation. We do like. And we like to do it with the kids before they get. They're yeah. Go before we go kick them out. Yeah. Exactly. My children. My oldest is twenty six. My middle son is twenty five, and my daughter is twenty four. And we have two sons and a daughter. They twenty six, twenty five, and she'll be twenty four in September. She's twenty three now, and they are on their what third or fourth passport. <laughs> nice. Good. You know what I'm saying? And even if you can't afford to go on a, I'm going to go to Greece with some girlfriends. So even if you can't afford to do that, there are things in your own city. I tell the women that I coach, do a staycation. Yeah. Go see something in your, most of us, I found out, let me tell you, in the pandemic, when we couldn't fly, because I travel a lot. And that's another reason I love Peloton, because I travel a lot. I can take I have worked out on my Peloton in South Africa, <laughs> everywhere. Awesome. I love it. I just click, I just log in wherever I am all over the world, on the cruise ship, on the beach, wherever. And that's what another reason I love it. But yeah, so when we couldn't travel and we couldn't get on airplanes, I started going to parks in Georgia that I've been living here 30 something years and never went to. That's amazing. <laughs> I found waterfalls and hiking trails that I had never, I mean, I'm flying over these places (laughs) because I'm traveling. I'm flying over these places and these things are gems right in my backyard. You're flying to go probably look at somebody else's waterfall. (laughs) And I got waterfalls in my backyard, just 30 minute drive, 40 minute drive or, you know what I'm saying? And I learned, I fell in love with nature during that time. I started a garden during that time. My mother passed away in 2021, not due to COVID. She had cancer. She passed away in 2021. So it's part of my grief therapy. I planted a garden in her memory and just being outdoors and just living life holistically. And that's what I feel I'm called to help women do. 
because so many of us do not live. We just exist. Yeah. That's so true. Absolutely. So true. We just exist. And I'm sure the brothers may have that problem too. <laughs> but <laughs> for women, everybody... it's so different because we're the engineers of our homes. Yes. Right. We make it happen. Women multitask is a misnomer because you really can only do one thing at a time. But we do a lot. Yeah, we have to be more efficient with our time. But when I get an extra hour a day, instead of just enjoying that hour of day, I'm like, what else can I fit in here? What else do I need to shove in this hour? (laughs) Yes, because that's how we're wired. I know. We are wired. Our bodies are hardwired to do. We do, do, do. We have to get all the things done. You do, for sure. Yes. I was talking to a spiritual director this past weekend and one of the things I was sharing with her was I'm looking forward to retirement. And she said, what are you looking forward to the most? And I didn't even realize until I heard myself say it. I said to her, I want a time in my life where I can just be and not do. Yes. Yeah. And I didn't even realize it until I heard myself say it. She had me repeat it. She said, say that what you just said again. I want you to hear yourself say this. And I, that was the first time I had let that out of my mouth. And I realized our lives are filled with doing. And if we can just get moved from just doing to being and let our doing flow out of that and just kind of go with the flow in a sense. I know there are things that have to be done. I'm not saying throw caution to the wind and be irresponsible. That's not what I mean. But I think that sometimes we are not living life till it's fullest. We are just kind of existing and we're getting up to go make the donuts and we let life pass us by. And then we live with regrets because all we did was work, 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 work. I agree wholeheartedly. Well, before we let you go, let everybody know your leaderboard name and like where they can find you and all your things. Cause you've written a book and people yeah. might want to snag that. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so my leaderboard name is at Dr. Tony, D-R, T, D-R, capital D, lowercase R, capital T, O-N-I, G-A, capital G, capital A. I spell it out like that because Dr. Tony G-A. Okay. And just right. go there. You can find me on Instagram with at that handle. You can find me on Twitter at that handle. You can find me on TikTok at that handle. And you can find me on Peloton at that handle. (laughs) And we didn't get a chance to mention your podcast. Yes, yes. Okay, so my podcast is Harmonize Your Life, Conversations on Self-Care. That's my podcast. Harmonize Your Life, Conversations on Self-Care for women of color because I tend to be more focused on women of color Sure. because I have found in our community, many of us are not taking care of ourselves. It's dedicated to that. But of course, it's not just for women of color, but it is dedicated to women of color. I'm on YouTube. You can find me on YouTube Okay, at Dr. Tony G.A. Wonderful. Now, in all the podcast places, if they search- I'm on Spotify. Okay. Well, my host is Anchor, but they broadcast to Spotify, Google. They're pushing you out to all those. They push me out to all those. And I'm on YouTube. And I love for people to go to my YouTube channel- as well, because like you, we film it and then people can see my guests 
and things of that nature. So, hey, you can y'all come on my podcast and talk about Peloton? Uh, yeah, sure. Absolutely. I, I don't know how to break this to you. I am not a woman of color. <laughs> okay. It's okay. We would, don't have to be, we would love to go yeah, on there and we talk would be about honored. it. Yeah. And believe it or not, everybody on my podcast says, come on, it's not a woman of color. Okay. Well, you were stressed. And I'll and be the first, woman. Like, I was that upset. I'll be the first to tell you, as a white guy whose podcast, there's enough of us. Like, it's we. It's okay. We, You're we, welcome. Our voices are being heard, so like it's okay for there to be other places. Like I'm not offended by it. I know, that. but if you, but, but if I would you love like for y'all to come love on to and do it. Yeah, absolutely. I would love that, and yeah. we could talk about Peloton. I would love to have you all come on. I've actually reached out and trying to get one of the trainers from Peloton to come on. We'll see. That's, that can that's be a, a tough ass. That's, that's yeah, tough but they ass. sometimes they pop up yeah. in some interesting spots. It's they not, do. You it's keep not trying. always just the really giant places. So true. you never know. Yeah. You never know. So Absolutely. I'm hoping I can get to one of the studios yeah. to work out live with Tunde. <laughs> I hope that for you because you will have a blast. She's a blast. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We got to talk to her right when she first started and she yeah. was a lot of fun. So fun. Yeah. We still have an outstanding ice cream date. We've never gotten that is to take because the stupid oh. pandemic happened. We talked to her like three <laughs> weeks before COVID kicked in. But wow. well, Dr. Tony, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join us. This has been a lot of fun and hopefully. Oh, we'll let me give you my website. Can I give oh, you yeah, my yeah, website? Yeah. Hit the you? website. The website is drtonyalvarado.com. My name, D-R-T-O-N-I, Alvarado, A-L-V-A-R-A-D-O.com. Awesome. Wonderful. All lowercase. Well, thank you again, yes. Dr. And, Tony. We and really hopefully we it. will be talking to you soon yes. on your show. Yes, you will, because I'm going to reach out to you. So I guess that brings this episode to a close. Until next week, where can people find you? People can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. They can find me on Instagram, uh, Threads, Twitter, and the Peloton leaderboard at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online at facebook.com slash the Clip Out. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And of course, don't forget our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash the Clip Out. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep pedaling and running and rowing and farting. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.